Hello and welcome back to In and Out the Locker Room presented by Capital Championship Wrestling. I am your host, Alyssa Marino, pro wrestling commentator and host of Let's Get Serial. And I'm joined, of course, my co-host, the host of a wrestling gal podcast and CCW commentator, Ella J. And our guest today is a CCW original who competed in their debut event. Please welcome the world traveled, Rebecca Scott. Hey guys, glad to be here. Of course, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing great. It's been a busy morning, but I'm I'm ready to be here. I'm ready to chat. Awesome. Busy is what we like to hear. And of course, we want to thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. We are absolutely thrilled to let's jump right in. So you have shared that you went from being a casual fan as a kid to becoming obsessed with pro wrestling a few years ago. But how did your wrestling journey take you from being a fan to being a competitor? Okay. Are you ready for this? this I'm is- ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, I know what yeah. happened and it's weird. <laughs> um, so again, once when AEW started, I was very into the product and, uh, my boyfriend and I, we would go to shows, we followed it, you know, and I followed WWE as well, but we were really following AEW at the time. And it was during the, like the height of the lockdown. So there's quarantine. There's the, there was like the lockdown and then it like drizzled down, you know? So in the peak of the lockdown, I go big on birthdays and I thought I have to do something special for his birthday. We can't really do anything. We can't really go anywhere. Um, Why don't I learn how to wrestle and surprise him? (laughs) So that's what I did. I reached out to uh, East coast professional wrestling Uh, Gino Caruso. And I said, look, here's my idea. And I want to do it for a charity event as well. And we, that's exactly what we did. I trained in secret for two months and then I brought him to uh, Lake Hopakong and we, we did a whole, a whole thing for him. He had no idea. We raised a bunch of money for St. Jude's children hospital and it was just awesome. And then after that, I don't, I don't know what happened or how it happened, but I just got so hooked that there was there was no going back. So you definitely didn't see this as something where, oh, I'm going to like make this a thing. It was kind of just this one off that turned into more. Yeah. After I after I trained for that first match, it was supposed to be kind of like a one and done deal, you know, and I was I was there's no way I could stop wrestling after that. I was I wanted more. Well, you wanted more, you got more, you made your your official in-ring debut at WWR Plus last year. I was so happy I could be on the call for that match where you faced fellow Team Adams uh, star Kayla Sparks. And you're still in the early ages of your in-ring career, but is there a particular match or maybe even an opponent that you have faced that has been something you've been the most proud of so far and why? Oh, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, I really like having matches and competing against Megan Bain. And I know the size different is drastic, but it, I just feel like when I'm in the ring, we, we just go at such a different level where it's, it's, we're feeding off of each other and we're both putting forward everything we can. We're not worried about, you know, the little things in our heads that most wrestlers are worried about. We're just really wanting to put together a great match. And that's kind of what we do. So I, I would wrestle her a million times over and I know a million times over, she's probably going to get the best of me But someday, someday I've, I've been working on, you know, we go, there you go. Yeah. Um, but I do really, I really love wrestling her, but there's been so many in my short career, there's been 
everybody, every match I've had, I'm just, I'm so lucky to be here. I'm so happy to be there. Well, I will say you do have a bit of time to maybe get on her level. Like you said, I mean, she's out on injury. Unfortunately, <laughs> of course we wish her all the best in her recovery. So, I mean, at least you have a little wiggle room there. You could get your head in the game, Rebecca. I, th- I know you can do it. Uh, you know what? That's what I'm planning on doing. I, uh, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Megan and I also train together at a jujitsu gym and yeah. we, we say all the time. So our, our jujitsu professor, he gives everybody nicknames. And of course, Megan is wonder woman because that's what everybody calls her. Um, but they started calling me trouble and I'm like, I am going to train for nine months just to tap her out once. <laughs> They're like, good luck, but <laughs> I'm going to do it gonna do it has a nice ring to it right (laughs) i mean we've been seeing too especially on your social media is a little preview of this transformation and progress that you've been mentioning with jujitsu and mma intertwined in there it looked like so could you give us a little bit more info about this transformation you've been undergoing and how maybe we can see it be reflected in your in-ring work yeah i think um since i've started it's kind of taken a, a life of its own like most things in my life. Um, but after I started doing the mixed martial arts and the jujitsu, I think that's, that's fil- spilled over onto my wrestling career. Cause now I'm doing so many more moves and things based off of that. And a lot of submissions I've been learning every single day I go, you know, it's right across the street for me, which is really easy, but I go every day and I, I learn from the best, you know, David branch jujitsu in Hoboken is top notch for anybody wants to you know dabble in that sports but it is it is really hard but it has transitioned over very well and now I I train with um AFA Junior and PA and Mm -hmm. it's it's spilling over to that too so it's I think just more to come with my matches that are coming up it's going to be a completely different style you know it's not this bubbly flight attendant like here I am you know all sunshine and rainbows now I I really have a lot more skill that I'd like to display. I mean, of course, too. I mean, you, you've dived headfirst into the world of professional wrestling and even just from your social media, I mean, from the axe throwing, the trampoline parks to <laughs> surfing and so much more. I'm just jealous even saying this, Rebecca. I mean, you seem like... <clears throat> You're a self-described adrenaline junkie pretty much. And you have this adventurous <laughs> spirit, but did you always have this sense of courage and daringness from an early age? Would you say? Um, maybe not so much. It wasn't until really that I left home in Idaho because that's, that's all I had known. And when I left to be a flight attendant, I just made the decision. I, once I got out and, you know, started seeing the world, I'm like, there's so much here that you have to try. And when I'm old and gray and nobody remembers me and it's just me and my family, I want to be able to tell them stories that they will never believe. You know, I have to show them proof because they're like, no, there's no way. And I just decided, you know, living in such a small area and then getting out where not a few, not a whole lot of people have gotten out of. um, I just decided I needed to make the best out of it and do everything I can and try everything I can so that I know, you know, what's really out there in, in the world and in life. And you have certainly been collecting all of these <laughs> stories, uh, really talking about this adventurous spirit. And, and as you mentioned, outside of the wrestling world, you are actually a flight attendant. So mm-hmm. where is one of the places that you visited for work where you would love to wrestle in? Whew. Okay. Um, 
well, <laughs> Japan, <laughs> that's, that's a given. Um, I think that is one of my big goals too, especially I watch stardom pretty much every day. I'm constantly watching matches and be like, oh, these women are insane. They're so talented. Um, but also I think my, I just, as Ellis, I just went to Hawaii and I know that there's, there's a little bit of a wrestling scene over there and I would love to check that out. See, I actually, I mean, of course, there's a wrestling scene everywhere. That's something I need to look more into because I love being able to explore other places in the world and wrestling in different styles and all that. But I mean, at your current tally, you visited 32 countries and counting five of the seven continents covered, I believe. I don't think you've mm-hmm. made your way over to Australia yet, correct? Not yet. Not so yet. when do you think it's finally time that you make your way over to Australia or maybe chill with the penguins in Antarctica? <laughs> Antarctica, it's going to be a while. I don't like the cold, but I do have to do it eventually. Don't you live in New Jersey? Yeah, yeah. But I get out so often. (laughs) True, (laughs) true. It's not the same. Um, Australia, definitely soon. Uh, I know that their restrictions are still pretty, you know, strict. Uh, But as soon as I can, I'm getting over there. And South Africa is another one. I've been been to Nigeria, but South Africa is a place that I have to get too soon. <laughs> so what are some of your plans or hopes to do once you one day land in Australia or South Africa, like you said? Uh, well, I'm going to focus on not getting in a fight with a kangaroo or getting bit by a giant spider. Their wildlife is insane. Um, <laughs> I do want to skydive over there. If you've looked up any of their, their skydiving activities, it's just beautiful. That in, uh, in Dubai too, in India, they have these gorgeous views when you're up in the air and you're fall, you know, and you're free falling. And I want to do that. Definitely want to do that. I don't, I, I adore <laughs> you, but I don't want to go with you on vacation. Aww. I don't think, I mean, you seem like you're just a little bit too daring for me. I'm like, Hey, like let's eat some food or, you know, I'm sure that's also part of it, but wow. Skydiving, I mean, top of the list. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Zip lining too. She's done a lot of things. I mean, we definitely yeah. haven't even seen all of it, Rebecca, <laughs> but I mean, I feel like you've had a lot of first two in your traveling. The first time mm-hmm. you served, first time you ate a certain food, skydiving, etc. What was the most recent first you had though, that you experienced during your travels? Um, it was definitely the surfing. And okay. let me tell you, I am not a responsible adult and I need somebody there to tell me <laughs> what I shouldn't, shouldn't do. But I was so excited. We got our flight got delayed. So I'm like, this is a perfect chance. I'm going to learn to surf. I'm going to watch a four minute YouTube video on how to surf and I'm going to rent a surfboard. And that's exactly what I did. And I went out there without really any idea of what I was going to do. I practiced, you know, standing up. I'm like, I've got it. This is a piece of cake. So there's two levels of levels of surfers, right? There's like the beginners where you can see they're a little bit closer to shore, but no, I'm like, I'm going, I'm going all I'm, I am a professional athlete. I can do this. So as I'm going out there, I'm watching them, you know, like monkey see monkey do, I can do this. No problem. And the first wave that came, I guess I don't have really an idea. I'm, you know, I'm not in the ocean a lot, so I have no idea how to like see the wave and know when to start paddling. Mm -hmm. So I'm just doing my own thing. And I'm like, this is a good one. There's nobody coming. And I timed it wrong. So nothing happened. But I turn around and there's a giant wave coming with like eight surfers already on top. And I'm just at this point, I'm like, that's it. This is how I'm going out. This is (laughs) how it goes down. Um, I jump off of my board and try to just just hide under the water. (laughs) 
the wave takes me and I go into this tumble thinking I lost my life. I finally, you know, breach the water and I come up and I'm looking around like, did everybody just see me almost die? And nobody realized. <laughs> it's just like, I need to go back to shore. And then <laughs> that was, that was my surfing. <laughs> well, what a tale. We're so happy that you're here to tell us. Yeah. Holy moly. I did go to, you know, more of the amateur level and I stood up once. So I'm like, I, I conquered it, but I had no business out there. And <laughs> I just, I thought, you know what? I know one day I'm going to end it all doing something I have no business doing. A four minute YouTube video, there was no reason for it. Maybe but. need a little bit more practice yeah. than a four minute YouTube video. I think you can get it down. It might just maybe take a 10 minute YouTube video. Yeah, maybe. I should have watched, <laughs> I should have doubled up. And all, all that means is that it was the first, but it can't be the last, you know? Cause yeah. I feel like, but with everything, I feel like you just, like we said, you just dive in full mm -hmm. force, whether it be literally or proverbially. Uh, yeah. And and I want to touch back on the world of pro wrestling. And as we know, it's kind of the, the mingling of both of your worlds because pro wrestling, of course, involves a lot of frequent traveling. But do you have any insider tips that you can share for some of our, you know, more nervous flyers out there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, just, I, is it, especially when it comes to like turbulence and stuff, what I'll say is it's just bumps in the road. There has never been a plane crash that was caused from turbulence. So it, any of that kind of stuff. It's literally just like you're going down a bumpy road. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, delays are never fun for any of us, <laughs> um, but it, it gets through, you know, you get through everything, but it, traveling air travel is it, it, there's even sometimes that bumps will get me where I'm like, Oh, that one, that, that was a big one. You know, we dropped, dropped a couple hundred feet, but at the end of the day, it's really not that big of a deal. You're, those planes are designed to glide and to fly without any engines. So, so there's really not much to worry about. I definitely had seven delays on my way back from Dallas, Texas for mania weekend. That was a oh. whole ordeal, but we made it here. We're back alive, but we're here on in and out the locker room today. And one of our favorite talking points is snacks. So <laughs> what are some of your favorite personal airline or airport snacks, Rebecca? Oh man, that's a tough one. And when you start diving into it, the airport snacks can get pretty, pretty pricey. Yeah. <laughs> I will say if I'm running from one gate to another, my go-to is to go because any of those little, you know, uh, convenience stores in there, yeah. they all have them. I get the little, not the healthiest, but they're the uncrustable sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just throw a few of those in my bag really fast and then, you know, get to the next gate. That is probably my go-to every time I need something quick. What would you say is your least favorite that you've ever tried on an airplane or at the airport? There, the airplane food. I can't like touch on that. Cause that's, <laughs> okay. <Fair. laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I don't eat the airplane food anymore because it, it's there all of the time, you Fair. know, and I, I got to eat something else. I, so yeah. I, I pack a lot of food. I have my little lunch box oh. and I, put all my healthy snacks, but I do always grab those Uncrustables. Nice. Top of the list. Okay. Well, and obviously in talking about all of your traveling all over the place, you're a whirlwind, you're a very busy person, but when you do get some time to yourself, how do you like to unwind? Mm. Uh, I think I like to just stay because I travel for work and then I, you know, wrestling and everything too. And then I, I just took up the jujitsu and stuff. So I think whenever I have time, 
I like to honestly just hang out with my dogs. <laughs> I like to, you know, be around my, my group of people and just live our lives and have some of that normalcy, because that is the one thing I've lost in all of these, this last two years is the normalcy, everything, you know, quickly picked up and then just ran away from me. So having those, those little moments, I love it. Just like today I'm doing schoolwork and they're hanging out <laughs> watching me. And it's good to have that, that safe little kind of like comfort zone of, like you said, like your people, your group, that's good. Yeah. So in between all of your travels, you know, we have seen you at various scenes like waterfalls or the beach, the mountains, but for you, what is kind of the place that brings you the most peace? Ooh, the most peace. So I would say anytime there's two places really. And that's because mostly because I had to create a place like that here. I love the outdoors. I love being outside. So the number one place that I always go to when, when things are tough or when I'm really, you know, needing that, that break from reality and from society, uh, back home in Idaho, I grew up right next to these mountains. And what I would do is I'll take our four wheeler up the mountain and I'll park on top and then I'll do like a little walk. And I'm just over there and you can see over our entire tiny little town and all of the farmlands and stuff. And that's just kind of my place to go. And oh, so I don't have that here. Um, but I, every year I do go camping up in Woodstock and Bethel. And that's kind of like the same thing, my little time to just kind of reconnect with, with the world and just be at peace. Especially too. And I mean, I know you're one too, who values staying in good shape, whether it's through jujitsu wrestling or running too. And I found it really amazing too, that you recently volunteered with the New York road runners whose mission it is to help and inspire people through running, which I think is so fit for you. So can you tell us more about that experience? I think that's awesome. Yeah, I've, I've volunteered with them a few times, actually. Um, and then this one, they just, they, re, they needed extra hands. And so I was there for the youth, uh, the uh, rising New York road, uh, road runner. So that's the, the children's department. And I, I used to do a lot more of the volunteering and stuff. And that's kind of one thing that I, I hope to get back this year, because with my schedule and everything, I kind of put it on the back burner, which is not great, you know, by any means, because that's, that is one of my passions in life. I I'm going to school for social work and humanitarian mm -hmm. studies, and I just love helping my community. I get such a, a joy from it. And uh, yeah, yesterday was great. We were out there. We, we did the little 400 meter dash with the, with the kids and those kids are fast and uh, they all had a great time. And we were, I was, I got to hand out the ribbons at the end. So I got, I kind of got the coolest job mm -hmm. because they were, they were also excited when they crossed the finish line and, it was it, it, any type of volunteer work like that. I'm all about all of the time. I, I do need to do more of it though. I mean, you have such a stacked schedule too, but I mean, talking about, I mean, you shared that on your social media too, and you shared on Instagram too earlier this year, a clip of you doing a backflip in the trampoline park, which is something you had never done before. But I bring this up because you wrote something in your post that really like I took away from, and you wrote, I love challenging myself to learn something new. There really is something great about pushing past your fear that just leaves you feeling so powerful. So can you share with us maybe another instance of you overcoming a fear or trying something new within the wrestling realm along those lines? Uh, yeah. So that was all to do a moonsault and I am terrified of those and just 
flips in general. You know what I mean? I didn't grow up as a super athletic person. Uh, I kind of, again, just stumbled into it and kind of got, it took me away. Uh, but I think I do that with everything in life, whether it's skydive. I remember the, I, I actually got sick the first time I went skydiving because my nerves were so bad and I mm-hmm. almost chickened out. Um, I, and even leaving home when I moved from Idaho to New Jersey the, for the first time, I'm, I was terrified, you know, but I feel like I do my best work when I'm scared because what comes ne- if I force myself to do something, what comes next is amazing. Uh, I'll either do terrible backflips like I did on the post, um, or, you know, I'll do something really magical and, and amazing. And I, I always seem to surprise myself. So I think just doing that. And even though you're scared, like just making yourself do it, it some really cool things come out of that. And you also noted in that Instagram post that it's important to celebrate those small victories. So what are some small wins that you've had either in life or in wrestling recently? Uh, well, my, my flying schedule doesn't count for that. But okay, I, I feel like it does a little bit, especially for uh, no, the Absolutely. Um, some small, uh, well, the small victories really are anything. It's whether I get myself out of bed in the morning after a late flight and I make my, I make it to jujitsu or, um, I have a very, and you guys might not realize this, but I have a very big fear of talking in public or speaking in public. Um, yeah. Wrestling is actually one of the only things that I can do with a crowd that doesn't give me like crippling anxiety in speech class. I, yeah, it was very bad. Um, but it, it helps, this helps me get over it. So anytime I'm able to have a conversation or to cut a promo in front of people, I feel like that is a huge victory for me. Uh, but really just anything getting up, you take doing something small that I've never done before, like those backflips or hitting a new submission. I think yesterday I did three new submissions that I learned and I'm just like, that's, that's a big one, but any little tiny step towards progressing myself or making myself better in any, any way, you know, I'm, I am back in school. So anytime I finish a project before the due date, cause I'm a huge procrastinator, those little things, they really do add up. I mean, you've been learning so much too in the gym from what we've just seen from social media, like those new submissions you were mentioning, but earlier this year too, you traveled to LA to a stunt double gym, correct? was canceled. No, I was suppo- we were supposed no. to go. It was canceled. Yeah. Oh. But we did push it back. Once okay. Megan's cleared, we're all gonna, we're all gonna go together and it'll be really cool. <laughs> now, what do you, what do you even plan to like learn? There are some skills that like, what's your driving force for going there? I'm just very curious. I just want to experience it. You know what I mean? One of, one of the big things, cause again, I want to have stories when I'm old, yeah. right. I want to have these stories and one of the things I've always kind of been interested in is stunt double work and how they do it because you don't really have to talk. You get to just kind of Fair. do some other stuff. <laughs> so I want to like learn, like learning that kind of stuff. I know that there's a school in New York, but the, the one that we were in contact with is out in LA. We are going to make that happen, but we want to do it kind of as a group with all of us and and make the most out of it. But I, I want to, I know how to fall, right? I know how to get beat up. <laughs> Um, but there, there's still so much, you know, that I, I do need to learn and, and getting in that world and figuring out how they do the stuff that they do 
would just be cool to, to know or to understand a little bit better. And I certainly feel like for you, where there's a will, there is a way and you find a way to make everything and anything happen. Um, and I'm curious too, I think adding any new kind of tools to your arsenal can only enhance your work in the ring. Rebecca, to close things out, as we noted in the intro, you are a CCW original. So how did it feel for you to kind of be part of this origin story and debut event of a still brand new all women's promotion in Capital Championship Wrestling? I just have so much respect for CCW and the, the, just what they've created in such a short amount of time. It's, it's insane to me. And I, I knew from the first show that I wanted to be there for the long haul and, and it's just grown so much. I just, I'm just really appreciative to be a part of it. He, I took a little bit of time off um, from wrestling to kind of figure everything out. And uh, Marcello was one of the few people that actually was like, you, you have to do this. You have to come back. You have to keep going. And I'm like, you are right. I do have to do this. This is, this is another passion in life of mine. And I'm, I'm just so thankful. And there's so many talented women and, and you guys, I mean, it's just, it's just insane that how far it's come in such a short amount of time. And I'm, I just, I love that I get to be a part of it. Of course, and you're making great strides in wrestling. A lot of cool opportunities coming up for you and that you've had over the last few months. But Rebecca, thank you so much for taking the time for sharing your story today here on In and Out the Locker Room. Of course, we'll be linking all of your social medias down below. But for our our audio listeners, can you please share where they can find you on your social medias? Yes, my Instagram is Rebecca J. Scott. And um, on my Instagram, I actually have my LinkedIn in my bio that has all my other uh, social media profiles. Uh, My name is very generic. So it's hard to keep the same one across the board. But when they find it, they'll know they found it because there will be all of the images of all of your travels. So Mm -hmm. yes, very scattered everywhere. Wonderful journey. Uh, my friends at home, be sure that you are following Ella J at It's Ella J on Twitter as well and checking out a Wrestling Gal podcast with new episodes every week. And you can find me at AYY underscore Marino on all the socials and on new episodes of Let's Get Serial on Saturday afternoons. For Rebecca Scott and Ella J, I'm Melissa Marino and we'll see you again soon for the next edition of CCW's In and Out the Locker Room.